www.kissmysouls.ca do some shopping um, use promo code DJ Grizz for 20% off at checkout but that's only on the clothing not the shoes and we want to give a shout out to Haiku um, they do vegan edibles and so much more they also do like rubs and bath bombs CBD and all that kind of stuff um, June 1st they're having their website launch event uh, come down, mix and mingle, and some meet some new people. You can see the collection that they have to offer. There's going to be stash box painting, a comedy show, infused food and drinks, raffle prizes, and there's a cannabis smoking patio. Um, you need to RSVP at haiku, H-I-G-H-K-U dot C-O at gmail.com to receive the location and time. Admission is free, and there's a strict just dress code in effect. Please wear red. But this is a secret show, so the only way to get in is if you RSVP. This is Last Call. This is DJ Grizz alongside my co-host, Dylan Roberts. Oh, did I just, I just took your... <laughs> this is my co-host. <laughs> Dylan Roberts. All right. That's the intros. <laughs> Sorry, I'm... I jumped ahead of myself. There, <laughs> it is all good. All right. Um, weekly review. What do we got? Oh, man. Uh, Starbucks. They're uh, exposing people to deadly pesticides, and now they are being sued. Yes, yes, they are. All my Starbucks drinkers out there, be careful. Um, uh, in New York... Apparently, they're being sued for $75,000 for uh, affecting people with uh, pesticides poisoning. Like, how does that uh, even happen? Because, like, they've been using this thing called, I guess it's called No Pest. Uh, They're strips. And I guess you put them wherever you're having a pest problem. But, like, the packaging comes with clear warnings on on the labels that you're not supposed to put it near food and countertops and things like that and they've been uh using them in their break rooms on the counters beside the food wow and all that so sounds like they got a real heavy lawsuit on their hands just makes you makes you wonder how much of that stuff goes unnoticed like just in general i know right so it's always safer to just eat at home yeah you know make coffee at home if you if you want, you know, to go out and buy these things, you, you run that risk. I mean, 
you just run the risk of somebody not washing their hands. Right. Like, it's disgusting when you really think about it. Absolutely. But a lot of people don't think about that. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I I would until I you don't you don't really ever think about it until you see situations like this, and then it's almost like you're just brainwashed into just forgetting about it. That's right. You, you almost you need to like it. It makes you you really really need to have like a, a really good conscience, I guess, to not. I don't know if that's the right word I'm looking for, but uh, <laughs> you need to make a better effort, I guess, to take care of what you're putting in your body. That's right. You got to keep track of that stuff, man. Yeah. And that's just something that a lot of people don't think about. For sure. Uh, well, we'll see what happens with that case going on. For sure. Um, what else have you got? Uh, Jason Mitchell, the actor from The Shy, straight out of Compton, is uh, facing some allegations being let go that's right yeah he got dropped from the show for uh, inappropriate behavior um there was supposed to be a new netflix film that was coming out he got dropped from that project and uh his management dropped him too wow so it's not looking too good for him right now and like his co-host um i can't remember her name but um his co-host on the shy um, she had to have her fiance come down and be on set when they were filming their scenes like because she was that scared and uncomfortable with him. That's kind of oh crazy. Oh my God. <coughs> it just goes to show you, I guess, like you can't, you never, it, it's, it, it's anybody, you know, he, I, I've, I, We'll go on the record as saying I was a huge fan of his, but Absolutely. now it now I'm like seeing him in a different light. Like, did he ruin? Did he just ruin Straight Outta Compton for me? You know, he might have. Because that's aggressive. You know, for yeah. her to say that, that's that. How aggressive do you have to be? That's not just little jokes here and there. You yeah, know, exactly. And it's not just her. There's a lot of females coming forward. Oh man. So it's not looking too good for him. All that work down the drain. Speaking of which, Lyft is starting this thing where um, they're adding a panic button to their app so that you can call 911 if anything happens or if there's an emergency or if you're in a situation with your driver or something like that. There's now a panic button that you can hit and automatically contacts 911. I think that's something that like all these ride-sharing apps should have definitely just so people have a easier state of mind using these services well and and you know <coughs> it put it holds the the drivers more accountable too you know Absolutely. You're, you're less likely to, for something to happen if they know that that there's that button present that's right that's right but yeah i definitely agree that should be implemented everywhere i think so yeah I've heard some horror stories. Yeah, me too. But, uh, we'll see what happens with that. Definitely. Uh, what else we got going on? Um, we got DJ Khaled dropped his uh, newest album, Son of a Sod, this weekend. And he had uh, he has his single on there with Nipsey Hussle and John Legend. It's called Higher. Right, they right. shot a music video. And I was actually looking on uh, Khaled's Instagram and he had a message about how 
they had just recorded that video days before Nipsey <laughs> got shot and it was supposed to be like the lead single of the project but he had to obviously push it back and they dropped it on the album but he's uh, he's uh all the proceeds from the song are going to Nipsey's kids so oh, cool good on Khaled for that yeah that's dope definitely yeah. an emotional song almost almost got me oh really yeah yeah I saw it it was pretty dope yeah yeah it was well done very well done cool what else we got going on uh Kodak Black again uh this guy he can't catch a break anywhere he's been locked up for the last week or so now and it's hard to catch a break when you're a piece of shit yeah that is very true uh they're saying that they got fingerprints linking him to a shooting back in march oh crazy and that he purchased three weapons and about a hundred rounds of ammunition all while being on parole so you're not supposed to be doing any of that so and then he's got now he's got a concert promoter saying that he bailed out on him last year and wants him to pay up. So <laughs> it's not looking very good for Kodak Black right now. No, he might not even get out of jail. Yeah, he's facing up to ten years, and if these charges just keep coming, <coughs> uh, could be longer for sure. Crazy. Well. Keep your butt cheeks tight. <laughs> oh, good luck. <laughs> what else we got going on? On a happier note, we got Chance the Rapper, one of my favorite guys. Yeah. He's uh, just dropped a new song called Groceries, and he's doing a <laughs> he's doing a challenge where if you if you dance to his song. And he, he likes the dance. He'll pay for your groceries for the whole year. For the whole year. For a whole year. Whole year free groceries. Free groceries. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. I don't dance, but... You might have to. I might have to. <laughs> I'll chuck and jive for some groceries. <laughs> chuck and jive. <laughs> I'm going to get some complaints about that one, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, I'll do a little two-step for some groceries. <laughs> Keep you updated on the groceries. Yeah, well, we'll see if I uh, do a video there. <laughs> you, you might see me busting a heel and toe. <laughs> Anything can happen. What else have we got going on? Is that it for the weekly reviews? That is all for the weekly review. All right, so next up we have Dope Finds. What do we have this week? We got the Beat Junkies record pool. It's uh, they they focus a lot on on uh, old school hip hop and like classic funk and stuff like that. It's really good for the for all the DJs that want to like expand their uh, horizons with music. Okay, I I found a lot of. Uh, old samples, old hip hop songs that I had never even heard, and yeah, it's it. You you'll get stuck on there for quite yeah. a few hours. That's cool. That sounds very resourceful. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that out. All right, well, that's your dope finds for this week. And up next, we have if you don't know, now you know. Did you know that beer in Russia? was considered a soft drink <laughs> up until 2011. Pardon me? <laughs> Beer in Russia 
was considered a soft drink. So like, can I get a Coke, or can I get a can I get a beer? <laughs> get out. <laughs> yeah, it was considered a soft drink up until 2011. The average Russian drinks the equivalent of 32 pints of pure alcohol per year. Could you imagine? No, I couldn't. Your poor liver. I'm sure I did my my fair share of damage to my liver, but that's crazy. And they love their vodka over there, so it's not just beer. I get it. Beer, <clears throat> beer. You just go into the store for your beer. It's like a nothing over there. I yeah, guess. It's just, it's, can I get a coke? <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Russia, you're wild. Well, if you didn't know, now you know. Russia is wild. <laughs> uh, what do we got coming up in DJ life? This week in DJ life, we are discussing reading the room and your dance floor. Okay. Okay. Those are two very important things as a DJ. You need to know how to read a room. <clears throat> and you need to know how to read a crowd. Um, it's only going to help your performance. Um, it's only going to help you create the proper soundtrack for that evening. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, re- when reading people, like you need to know signs of like body language. And things like that in order to be able to read a crowd really well. For sure. Um, you know, just go with the flow of the room. Like, what? how do you read a room? Um, yeah, I think body language is super important as well. So uh, you got to um, realize your age demo in the room. And right. maybe there... And see, I like to... I like to try just... To start maybe with like, see if they they're into some of the throwbacks, like some Eve or some Ashanti stuff like that. Right. If not, maybe go into some more dancey, <clears throat> dancier stuff like some Rihanna stuff like that. And just I just like to see what what people grab at and uh, go with that. Cool. Yeah, that's some good advice. I. Typically, when I start at an in an in a room, um, I'll keep my BPMs low, right? You know, and let it build from there. Um, depends on the crowd and how they're vibing to the music. Depends on where I'll go with it. But yeah, same idea. Awesome. Cool. All right. Next up, we have ultimatums. Would you rather? Would you rather be in jail for a year? Or lose a year of your life. Wow. <laughs> he, did, he didn't pre-screen me this one I this week. <laughs> I was on the spot thinking here. I just dropped it on you. <laughs> Bam. A jail for a year or a year taken from your life. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm taking the year off my life, man. I'm not making it a year in jail. Really? It's not happening. I think I could do a year in jail. Look at me, though. Look at you. <laughs> I'm a. I would. Uh, I I would be the. I don't want to say the bitch, but that's what I'd be. 
Yeah, you would be. I, I wouldn't last. I could. I would just do as I was told to avoid. Get, yeah. This I'm, is how you are, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I think I could do a year in jail. I think I'd be all right. It's <laughs> just a year. Yeah. That's uh, 364 days too long for me. I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't be hard, but it's just jail. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Jail doesn't seem like, like I'm not going to say whether or not I've seen the inside of a jail uh, ever before in my life, but I don't think it would be that uh, difficult to just buckle down for 12 months just slide through yeah keep to yourself try to anyways yeah <laughs> i i don't know i think it would be easier for you to to slide through and just get through because uh, uh what are you trying to say here dylan that you're uh much more intimidating than i am <laughs> uh, i i'm not uh i'm somebody that is easily pushed around you, on the other hand, not so much. You need to change your mentality. You need to change how you view yourself. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't last a day. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you guys do? Would you have a year of your life taken off? Or would you do 12 months in the slammer? Let us know. Hit us up at uh, lastcallpcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram at LastCallPC. Um, up next, we have the question of the week. This week's question of the week comes from Landy is Candy. <laughs> We're back at it with the, with the Instagram names. What's up, Landy? Landy's our guy. Um, how did you start DJing and what was your first big gig? <clears throat> How did I start DJing? Um, Believe it or not, I came to Edmonton to go to Bible college. And when I was in school, I ended up having a stroke. I had two strokes. So I had to take time off school. Mm -hmm. And um, during that time, I remember I went out for my birthday. And I, I, DJ Loki was DJing and he was dope. And I just ended up talking with him and told me to come out and I started DJing with him and Chad and the rest is kind of just history hmm. I mean we just all started doing gigs together and things like that um I don't remember my first big show uh I've done quite a lot yeah you've been at it for a while yeah but definitely my most memorable would be touring with Bone Thugs and Harmony oh that Canadian tour was dope with Dizzy. Um, we just went from city to city opening for Bone Thugs. And wow. It was crazy. I'll never forget <laughs> oh, I'll man. never forget that time in my life. I could imagine there's <laughs> there's some stories there. There's a few. Damn. There's a few. What about you? <laughs> uh, I started out DJing. Me and me and a couple couple uh, buddies just picked picked up some real crappy controllers and just <laughs> we're just playing around with it and I started to take it a little bit further and then uh just started hit, randomly uh 
yeah, randomly messaging uh, DJs on Facebook trying to get put on mm-hmm. and uh, came across you and Dizzy's name and messaged Dizzy asking about a night you guys had and if I could get on and he said yeah sure come down and uh thanks Dizzy to not to uh your knowledge but I showed up and did my thing and somehow you stuck with me but (laughs) that was the start and then uh first big gig would have been when we uh we were playing over at uh Red Square Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was, like, my first bar gig. That that was... Uh, that was right. Yeah. Yeah. R- remember, I had never played on any industry standard equipment ever. It just CDJs, nothing. I just played on a little little controller, and that was it. And you threw, threw me into it and said, "This you don't know this program, you don't know the, this equipment, but you're just going to do it. And I just did it, and here we are. Yeah, yeah. That's a good time. <laughs> yeah. That's how I learned. For sure. Just throw you in there. Yeah? Yeah. It's the best way to learn. I think, anyways. No, it helped out a lot. <laughs> All right. Don't forget to send us more questions. You can DM us on our Instagram, or you can email us at lastcallpcast at gmail.com. What do we got up next? Up next, we got Dope DJ of the Week. This week is DJ TLM out of <coughs> Amsterdam. He uh, he has a YouTube channel where he has a segment called Share the Knowledge. And he just goes into everything from buying your first setup to dealing with crowds, how to organize your music, different mixing techniques how much to charge for your gigs it's just very uh, it's very educational and he just like any any question you could ever have about djing even even uh if if you're not a beginner he's got a lot of just very dope videos that are just uh break everything down and it's uh inspiring for sure it it just gets sometimes you need a little push get your creative juices going you know yeah cool like a training manual for djs yeah that's pretty dope but it's explained, you know, it's not a, it's not like a step-by-step pro- process or anything. It's just explained in a way that you can understand that it's very short, little bite-sized videos. It's dope. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Definitely check him out. All right. Shout out to him. Up next, we have Diary of a Mad DJ. Sweet. <laughs> We're going to talk about opening DJs. Okay. Hit me. <sighs> My biggest pet peeve with opening DJs is they don't know how to stay in their lane. Like, they don't realize that they're opening the show. So, like, they're supposed to, like, <clears throat> help get people into the mood, you know? Right. You're the foreplay, right? When you're with a girl, you don't just run in and whip your thing out and just go to town. No, you take your time. You know, there's a little caressing, a little kissing. That's what the opening DJ is supposed to do. <laughs> okay. But no, a lot of you motherfuckers just want to jump in. <laughs> Hold on. He's going in. And and play hit after hit after hit after hit. And then the headlining DJ is left with nothing to really play. Or we have to repeat everything you just did. Because you're trying to 
get every hit off during your set. That I don't know. I just I hate opening DJs. No, I feel you. It's it's uh you're it's okay to to you know show up and and want to do your job good and and uh, make a good impression, but you also have to be aware of what the hot records are and what the crowd looks like they're going to respond to and you have to find filler songs to make it work you can't play if you can't play the biggest drake song at 11 o'clock and the headliner (coughs) hops on at midnight and now they can't play that song or they have to repeat it which i know a lot of djs don't like to do yeah this is really annoying I mean, I've I've definitely dealt with my fair share of crappy opening DJs, and you have to be a really good DJ to know how to handle that situation and play around it. For sure. I mean, it's doable, but it's annoying. Definitely a headache. Yeah. yeah. So, just opening DJs need to learn how to just play their part, and that takes us into. How to make DJing fun again. Um, play a role. Be a part of the team. If you're an opening DJ, <laughs> there goes my voice. <clears throat> if you're an opening DJ and you know that's your role, then play your role. You know, be a team player. Don't try and show up and show out and be all flashy and let your ego get the best of you. And it's a team effort. And it should be done in a way that everyone is respected and appreciated. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely hear you on that one. Uh, I just, I just miss like uh, when people, when DJs would just get together and it was just, let's just have a good time, not yeah, try to one up the other person. Yeah, I never try to go into a room and one-up another DJ, just don't think, like, that's really what it's about. It's about yeah. making sure the people in, in the establishment or the event, whatever it is you're doing, are having a good time and enjoying themselves. That's exactly. really all it comes down to. It's yeah. not about us. Never it's about is. the people. We're there to make sure that they have a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for everybody just stayed in their lane and played their role. That's a good way to make DJing fun again. Yep, yep. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Last Call. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate the love and support. Uh, We hope that you continue to listen and continue on this journey with us. Until next time, uh, peace and love. Be good to each other. And we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace out. Yeah.